Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Linda, and I'll be your host for today. Nearly $3 million was earned for Avengers Endgame. That means that a lot of people went to see that movie. Now, why do you suppose that children and some adults love superheroes and love superhero movies? Well, my thought is because they are very impressed with their superhuman powers. The bad guy gets defeated and the good guy wins. Each of these fictional heroes, however, got their powers from something. Spider-Man got his power from a radioactive spider bite. Superman got his superhuman power from another planet. And Batman got his power because he was bitten by a vampire. Now, in all these instances with these fictional superheroes, their power came from somewhere else. In our scripture reading today, we notice that there are two kingdoms we can belong to, the kingdom of the world and the kingdom of God. Now, while the kingdom of the world might not seem bad, Scripture calls the world spiritual darkness, and Romans chapter 1 gives a a description of the world and calls it a kingdom of darkness. And later in the chapter, Paul describes it as having every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malice behavior. That's quite a list. This kingdom of darkness is also filled with gossip, insolence, pride, and is forever boastful. This dark kingdom doesn't sound like someplace anyone would want to live, and yet we all live here. As humans, we're always trying to fix things that are wrong in this world, and we try to fix the world by joining causes or donating to charities or by trying to fix ourselves by trying to lead the best possible life that we can. The truth is nothing is really ever fixed. And just like our mythical superhumans, we need a power outside of ourselves. In the book of Matthew chapter 19, we meet a rich young man who was interested in belonging to the kingdom of God. He asked Jesus a question in verse 16, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? Then surprisingly, Jesus gives him a list of things to do. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. Honor your father and mother. Love your neighbor as yourself. Is Jesus giving a formula for getting into the kingdom of God? How does the young man respond? He says, I have obeyed all these commandments, but what else do I have to do? Evidently, he did not think that he had done enough in order to get into God's kingdom, having followed all of those laws and all of those rules. Maybe those things were too easy for him, or he thought, there must be more. So as Jesus' next response, he really got into the heart of the matter. Jesus says, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. Wow, mic drop right there. This guy had finally made it to the top of his game. 
He had the private jet, the 12,000 square foot home. He had Tom Brady's cell number. He was doing so well until Jesus responded to that question. He had no answer. Jesus in one sentence got to the heart of the young man's problem. And how did the rich young ruler respond? Not with a yes and amen. Scripture says when the young man heard this, he went away sad. For he had many possessions. As Jesus' disciples were listening to this exchange with the young man, Scripture tells us that they were astounded and asked if this young man didn't do enough to be saved. Then who in the world can be saved? They said. Jesus answered, Humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. Jesus is that power outside of ourselves. We can do nothing about our sin, but Jesus can. We can do nothing about fixing our spouse, our kids, our coworker, our broken heart, our anger, our addictions, our past, our future. We could do nothing, but God can. 2 Corinthians 5.12 says, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. This is God's part in bringing us into his kingdom. So what's our part? Believe and receive this free gift. We must be born again, Jesus says. I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Only God can change us, make us new, refresh our soul, bring us to the feet of his son, and forgive our sins. I will never have superhuman power, but I do have an epic heavenly power. Romans 8.11 says, And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, then he who raised Christ from the dead will also bring your mortal bodies to life through his spirit who lives in you. My goodness, the same power that raised Jesus from the grave lives in me? Yep, and he lives in you too. And that is so much better than a superhero spider bite. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, that I don't have to depend on my own strength. God, that you give me the power to overcome sin in my life and to live a life that pleases you. Lord God, you don't give up on us when we sin, but call us back to redemption so that we can live a life of true freedom. Please strengthen us as we live in this kingdom of darkness, but through your power, look forward to your kingdom in heaven. It's in your precious name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.